Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Mika could be characterized as out. He's got a hamstring injury. I don't have additional information in terms of time of that injury, but it's safe to say that he's not going to be able to be available to us on a short week. I think the door is definitively ajar for Kenny. You know, probably a game time type decision based on the information that I'm, that I'm holding here uh, today uh, with no structural damage and so forth to his ribs. And so we see how we'll go through the week, uh, his ability to throw, his level of comfort, his ability of effectiveness, et cetera, and let that be our guide in terms of determining uh, his availability. Happy Halloween. Any scary thing that you could pick out of a bowl of candy, a jar, whatever metaphor, cliche you want to use. Yeah, that's been Pittsburgh sports over the last couple of days. This is the second time in team history for the Penguins. They've allowed a game-winning shot on goal in the final two minutes for in the last 13 seconds, this being the loss to the Anaheim Ducks. So you had that disaster. That note from Sportsnet Pittsburgh. Minka Fitzpatrick is hurt. Hamstring injury. Don't know how long that's going to be. Kenny Pickett. Also, status up in the air. And it really has conjured up all of these comments, thoughts, just unnecessary things that... Really, we don't need in terms of Mason Rudolph, Mitch Trubisky, quarterback controversies, all the above. So we know Mink is going to be out, and we know how big of a loss that is. It's also trade deadline day in the NFL, where the biggest trade that happened in the last 24 hours was actually James Harden going to the Clippers in the NBA. We'll see if the NFL decides to Maybe try to match that at all today. One thing that, you know, really needs to happen for the Steelers to try to, you know, maybe just feel a little bit more comfortable, get rolling a little bit, establish the running game. Something to try to balance out whoever will be starting at quarterback because, Well, Kenny Pickett has been injured a ton. Now, would really starting Mason Rudolph be a logical answer? I mean, Mark Caballi said on the morning show yesterday, he'd like to see another chance for Mason Rudolph. Now, I think one way or another, 
Kenny's probably going to be out there. It would not surprise me whatsoever if he does play on Thursday. Yeah, it's a short week. Does not help whatsoever. Mason Rudolph has played 17 games. He's thrown over 350 passing attempts, 384 overall. A lot of that came during the 2019 season when Ben Roethlisberger was out for the year. He played 10 games. Five in 2020, two in 21. He's thrown for over 2,300 yards, 16 touchdowns, and 11 picks. A rating of 81. We know who Mason Rudolph is. We know who he is. I I don't know why people talk about Mason Rudolph like he's this big mystery. Like we have no idea what he offers, what he brings to the table. I don't know. Maybe it's just me, but I feel like we've seen enough. We've seen enough of Mason Rudolph to really be able to characterize who he is. And a lot of people like to blame Matt Canada for saying that we cannot truly judge who Kenny Pickett is and how great Kenny Pickett can be, how good Kenny Pickett can be, if Kenny Pickett can be the future at the quarterback position for this team. Well, more so, when Mason Rudolph was playing in 2019, yeah, he didn't have Matt Canada, Coach Randy, and all the fun times that that brought. Overall, though, like, I just don't see it. What has Mason Rudolph done? I continue to go back to when he tied the Lions and all the excuses that are made for Mason Rudolph. Oh, he wasn't able to prepare. He found out the night before he was going to start. Well, he was the backup. And you still go through the the process. You help with the game planning. The excuses for Mason Rudolph, though, they just seem to be so prevalent, and I just don't get it. I I don't. Cabali said, "I think he deserves another chance." I, how many chances is this guy gonna get? I think we need to see what he's able to do. It's like he's this huge mystery. That's guy that's barely ever played football before. It's, no. Now, I riled up the masses on Twitter on Sunday saying that Will Levis, who will start for the Titans on Thursday, looked better in his first NFL game than Kenny Pickett has in any game of his career. He threw four touchdown passes, no picks. Where's the lie? And a lot of people are saying, oh, you're just jumping off Kenny Pickett, not being fair to Kenny Pickett. Yes. Picky was hurt. He got hurt. Is it a different game if this if he plays? Possibly, potentially. I'd say I'd say so. But there's no denying. No denying how well Will, Will Levis played. There's not. Talk more about Levis and a lot more coming up next. It's the Family Morning Show. I don't. I ain't like the rest today. Like, they must have got paid good today or something. But they blew. They that field goal that, that hurt us coming into the half. Like we needed that. Like we would have been tied. They got the ball back. We would have got the ball back right there again. Probably scored. Who knows? But that that field goal hurt us.
They was calling some stupid stuff. They should get fined for calling bad, bad, making worse, terrible calls and stuff like that. But that's how pissed I am. Like, because they cost us the game. I don't care what nobody say. They cost us the game. Like, yeah, I got to make plays, them two plays, them catches or whatever. But that don't define me. You know what I'm saying? The whole game. Like. The show goes on, Deontay Johnson, as no, the referees were not good. Pretty poor, horrible. It was one of the worst officiated games of the season, maybe in a very long time. Mike Tomlin, you could tell, was visibly upset, frustrated, all the above, but he's not going to blame the officiating for the loss. Regarding officiating, man, it is our desire to win definitively where potentially controversial calls are less significant. That's what good teams do. That's what elite teams do. It's our desire to be a good and elite team so that we're not as flimsy and, and become a component of some debatable calls and things of that nature. I acknowledge that what it was some of that in the game, but it's some of that in, in most games, to be quite honest with you, things that are capable of being reviewed or assessed in that way. I like to focus my energies on the things that are within our control, the quality of our execution, and I think when you do that definitively, it makes those discussions much relevant. And I think that's the point that I want to make to our football team. You just simply got to make those things, those discussions less significant by the quality of your play. Well, the quality of their play has not been very good. And it has not been defining to the point where the Steelers, A, are close to blowing anybody out, or B, close to beating anybody by more than one score. It's evident. It's obvious. If they win, they win close. If they lose, they lose by more than one score. That has been the case this year. Blown out by San Francisco. Blown out by the Houston Texans. A loss to the Jacksonville Jaguars, who are a good team. But Mike Tomlin is acting like they're still the Pittsburgh Steelers of yesteryear. Where they have the ability to overcome officiating and overcome a lot of shortcomings. Even throw turnovers in there. Well, look, that's not the case. This team can't overcome its own flesh wounds. I mean, what have they shown to be able to make you think otherwise? So the officiating, yeah, is partly something that also needs to, I wouldn't necessarily say roll in their favor, but be balanced, be neutral, not be so egregious where when Kenny Pickett gets his ribs potentially broken, who knows? It's a rib injury. Maybe that's the case. No structural damage for Pickett, but he had his ribs hurt badly enough to the point where he could not come back into the game. That wasn't ruled a penalty but where Trevor Lawrence was taken nicely to the ground by a safety who's smaller than him, height-wise significantly, weight-wise probably in a similar realm, and the whole body weight issue that they claim is the reason why a lot of these roughing the passer penalties have been called. Tomlin, smell the roses. Your team is not built... Huh. Matt Canada doesn't think the offense is built to come back. Tom, when your team isn't built to be able to overcome things that are thrown your way, that are pretty much out of your control in terms of officiating a third party on the field that makes a difference, it's just part of this Halloween scary time for the Steelers, the Penguins losing with 13 seconds left. Just a lot, a lot of garbage right now 
being passed out and no full-size candy bars. Roland, my guy, Castle Shannon, what's your thoughts on the Steelers? Not so not so great, huh? Happy Halloween and welcome back, Austin. We missed you. Appreciate it. In terms of Tomlin yesterday, I can't stand listening to him at these press conferences. Last week, it's we come out slow because we're not trying to score. We're just trying to see what the matchups are. Yeah, how we're much sense did that make, huh? How about zero? This is the sign of a guy that doesn't know what he's doing. How about this week, what he said? It doesn't matter what you do in the first half. All we want to do is how we finish. And with Kenny Hurt, they couldn't finish and do the comeback. Well, how does that line up with Omar Khan putting a Super Bowl roster together that Tomlin's totally mismanaged the division of labor, totally mismanaged the offense with Matt Canada, who maybe Omar is going to trade to any team for a bag of candy corn in a pillowcase. He's trading Matt Canada today. Do you think anybody will give us a bag of candy corn for him today, Austin? Well, Roland, I think you know that they're not going to trade the offensive coordinator. Like, that's not a realistic thing that can actually happen. Will they make any deals? I don't know if it's likely. I mean, Jalen Johnson has been a name that has just been thrown out there because Jeremy Fowler of ESPN said he's requested a trade out of Chicago. They've tried extension talk. He's in the final year of his deal, but it's really gone nowhere but, I mean, let me ask you this. You talk about the Super Bowl roster that this, that Omar Khan has put together, okay? Correct. Do you honestly believe that that is the case now that we are, what, seven games into the year for the Steelers now where the offensive line is quality compared to the beginning of the year and that there is enough depth in the secondary that this team can really get the job done when necessary? Hey, Austin, all I can tell you is what 100 million people see every week. We've got the fastest guy in the league in Calvin that nobody can cover. We've got a guy named Darnell Washington nobody can cover without committing pass interference. We've got the number one receiver in the league in George Pickens. He's open on every play. We throw two targets to him last game. And we have Deontay Johnson, Mr. Route Runner, who can't catch a cold. Jalen Warren's an elite guy. What they need to do is put Broderick Jones in and put in Mount Washington, and say Amalo, throw screen passes and short little five-yard passes up the middle, and let those three monsters, say Amalo, Broderick Jones, and Darnell Washington, take out the first level, the second level, and the third level. They have elite receivers that they don't put on the field. They put Allen Robinson. They got number 87. I don't even know where he came from. He, was, he got a bunch of snaps. They don't play the rookies. I don't know why Tomlin, at least Joey's now playing. They need to get a shutdown corner, and they need to spread it out, go empty, let Kenny cook, throw out the Matt Canada offense. Kenny's going to play with broken ribs, crushed ribs. He, they're going to shoot him up. Tomlin's trying to get Kenny killed before uh, they win the Super Bowl. I don't, know. I don't know about that, and Roland, I appreciate the call. I'll talk to you soon, I'm sure. I don't know if they're just trying – they're not going to intentionally go out there and get Kenny Pickett injured and risk him. I mean, that's not – one, that's not good business. Two, that's not good football. Three, that's just not good way to just treat somebody. I don't expect that they're just going to throw out Kenny Pickett if he is not 90% ready to go. Or if Pickett, if Pickett doesn't believe that he can go and truly like give it his all, which seemed to be the case in the second half where, look, Kenny was warming up. He had his helmet on. His return was probable. He went from probable 
to out within a snap. If he truly can't go, he's probably not going to go. But I wouldn't be surprised if he pushes it. Would love to hear from you and your thoughts on the Steelers and everything else that's going on in the world of Pittsburgh sports with Halloween today. What's up? You're on the fan. Hey, what's going on? Hey, real quick, uh, that last caller was on point of some things. Um, Tomlin may not, you know, may not be trying to get Kenny killed, but he's doing a great job. Yeah. <laughs> so, so, look, it, it, when you talk about Willis, look who he's throwing to. He, he's throwing to uh, DeAndre Hopkins, man. Okay. You know, and, and that guy's a rookie quarterback. Look at the quality he has around him. And you look at the Steelers' offense, there's no imagination whatsoever. Absolutely no imagination. So it doesn't matter if, if uh, Rudolph goes in there. doesn't matter if Mitch goes in there. You're going to get the same plays. Let me ask you this about the Titans' offense. They were pretty much abysmal the whole entire season with Ryan Tannehill. And it seemed like Levis just sparked a complete new amount of life in this offense that has not been seen at all for Tennessee. Really, in a majority of the time that Tannehill's been there, it's been the Derrick Henry show. Yes, DeAndre Hopkins had a fantastic game with three touchdowns, but he was pretty much invisible the whole entire year for Tennessee until Will Levis decided to sling it around the yard and determine that, oh yeah, that guy that's been a top five wide receiver in the game for the last 10 years is on my team. But other than that, the Titans have no other receivers. Can you name... Well, you're right. You're right, but look, let, let me tell you something. One game doesn't define who's a, who's a great quarterback, okay? You know, that guy could be a one-game wonder. Oh, I, very true. Very true. But his first performance in the NFL with four touchdowns and Pickett's never done that. He hasn't thrown three touchdowns in a game. No, See, it, but it's, I'll tell t- you what, it's tough. I, Go ahead. But I'll tell you one thing. Name a quarterback who has at least six comebacks in the fourth quarter. That's hard to do. And that's the caveat. Extremely, that's the that's thing. Extre- that's extremely hard to do. And I'll be honest, it should be criticism with George Pickens. He has alligator arms going through the middle, man. He's been doing it for the last couple games. If you want to be a big-time receiver, you got to catch through the middle. Guy's not showing up. I appreciate the call. And overall, the way that at least I try to look at it, it's hard because there's – let's just use it in like a Halloween type of term, okay? So you got the angel sitting on one shoulder that says, Kenny Pickett has been fantastic. All the fourth-quarter comebacks last year, the way that – He's been able to come back, lead the charge, the comeback in the Rams game, the way that he was able to guide the team in the Browns game, Steelers winning the Baltimore game. For whatever reason, whenever the quarter shifts to the fourth, the game shifts to the fourth, Kenny Pickett is magical. The switch just flips in his mind. Maybe not so much in his mind, but in his play. And he's a completely different player. And you can't discredit that. You can't discount that. Mike Tomlin was asked, why, or like, how much are you trying to make sure that Kenny Pickett could do this in the whole entire game and not just the fourth? And he said, thinks about it every day. Which is so critical to getting this team to be a full complement of itself. And look, Matt Canada doesn't help. There's got to be, I don't think we should put all the blame on Matt Canada. I don't think we should put all the blame on Kenny Pickett. There's got to be a balance here. Where is that true balance? Where is the line? Should Pickett get 40% of the blame and Canada get 60% of the blame? 
think maybe 65, 35 in favor of Canada and the coaching staff. Because, yes, Pickett is still young. He has a young receiver in George Pickens. He has a young tight end in Pat Fryermuth that hasn't been able to stay on the field injury-wise this year. Young running back in Jalen Warren. Najee Harris is significantly underachieved since being drafted. After his rookie year, he was great. But since, the last couple of years have been far from it. So there's a lot of things that you can look at and say, where should you divvy up the blame? And I don't want to completely sell off Pickett. There's the the angel that says, look, look at all these fourth quarter comebacks. Six the number. And then at the same time, you just want to see more. You want to see this offense put up 400 yards, which they haven't done in 55 games. Which doesn't seem like a real statistic, but it is. It seems like something that you would pull out of thin air, but it's a and it's a great trivia question. But it's just the facts of the matter. Like Tennessee, that's just the example that is so easy right now because they're coming into your building. That looks like an automatic win, and there's no automatic wins in the NFL. But it looked as close as you could get to it because their defense is fine. But they traded Kevin Byard away to the Eagles. A guy who's been a pro bowler, has led the league in interceptions, pretty much gave him away to Philadelphia. Got a decent return back, I guess, if you want to count a deal that is centered around Terrell Edmonds as your return as good. But overall, like, they traded away their best defensive player. They went away from Ryan Tannehill, who's banged up. And looking just to figure out who's next. And Will Levis had no fear. It was basically Mitch Trubisky, and I'm not trying to compare the two in the same light. Mitch Trubisky is somebody who I think has no fear. He's willing to push the ball down the field, take shots, take chances, take a lot of unnecessary risks, like throwing into triple team for Allen Robinson and getting intercepted. But he's not afraid to throw the ball down the field. Maybe it's just the route concepts. Maybe it's a little bit of just all the above with how Pickett plays. And look, he took a shot for Deontay Johnson, first play of the game, and Johnson dropped the football. How great of a route tree does George Pickens have? I mean, some slants, comeback routes along the sideline, he's great. Comeback routes, come up, grab the ball, a lot of 50-50 balls, for George Pickens are more so 70-30. But overall, how much of the playbook is really at Kenny Pickett's disposal? Because we know how lackluster the offensive coordinator truly is. Halloween thoughts. A couple of Penguins thoughts, as well as one or two on the World Series. The last couple of minutes here on the Fan Only Morning Show. Coming up, Austin Bechtel with you. Sports Radio 93.7 The Fan. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress-them-on-the-third-date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. 
You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. You want a scary thought for Halloween? Tristan Jari has a goals against average of 284 in seven games for the Penguins this year. Yeah, that ain't good. As the Pens lost again, five out of six. Man, it's it's not going good. Mike Sullivan, tell us how you really feel. I think when you look at the way the games are being played here the last handful of games, there's been significant amounts of time that we've been the better team. Right now we're finding ways to lose. we got to find ways to win. Yeah, that definitely sums it up. They've played well at times. They really have, but the difference, let me try to put it this way. The Penguins really start off pretty solid. They start off fast. They look decently good. They play better than the opposition. It might not always reflect on the scorecard, on the the scoreboard, but when it comes down to it in the final minutes, A lot of the times, especially in the third period, they fold. They flounder. It just, it looks hard. For the Steelers, the first three quarters look so hard for the offense to move the football. And then they get to the fourth, and the light comes on, and they look magnificent at times in the wins this year. The Penguins are finding new ways to lose. In a situation where they could have won it on the power play, a shorthanded breakaway opportunity in the final moments, Tristan Jari can't stop it. And Tristan Jari, ah, he just, I have so many things to say about Tristan Jari, but just summing it up, he's not worth the contract that he was given. He hasn't been early on so far. His play is just so inconsistent for me. To be able to allot him that type of money, five more years, five years of Tristan Jari, something's got to change. I don't think all the blame should be put on Mike Sullivan. This is a veteran-led crew, a veteran team. They've been around the block numerous times. They should be able to execute. A lot of the times, coaches are blamed too often, and the players need to execute. Yes, everyone shares blame. And there's a lot of blame to go around here. Something's got to change. Something's got to be altered for the Penguins if this season doesn't become a complete disaster. A lot of the times, though, the Penguins do start off a little bit rough. Not very strong. But they need to get back on track so that this thing doesn't become just a complete and total collapse. Especially after going out there and getting Eric Carlson. It would be tough for the Penguins just to not be able to do much of anything with that. 
just overall because of the expectations for this team. And you just cannot have them continue to flounder and continue to fall in the final couple seasons that you have with Sidney Crosby, of Getty Malkin, Crystal Tang. Tristan Jari's got to play up to par. Mike Sullivan's got to coach this team up and make this thing work. So far, that has just not whatsoever been the case, and they're losing to teams that they should not lose to. Shouldn't lose to Anaheim, Detroit. Something needs to change. The wake-up show is presented by 84 Lumber. Put your positive attitude to work at 84 Lumber. Apply at 84lumber.com. Pre-show's next. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See t